teachings of thy word giveth light, it giveth understanding unto the simple. Welcome to the Bishop Francis podcast. Bishop Francis is the pastor of the Catch the Anointing Center, Lily of the Valley Cathedral, Teshu, Laskana. May you experience a supernatural encounter and be anointed as you listen to transformative preaching, insightful revelations, and down-to-earth teaching by the servant of the Lord, Bishop Francis Philip Asamoah. This message will revive, restore, and refresh as you receive God's word through Bishop Francis. Please do not forget to subscribe to his podcast channel to receive new messages. God bless you and enjoy the message. to encourage you that if you will have faith in God, if you will believe God, God will come through for you. Are you understanding what I'm saying? I said, if you will have faith in God, if you will believe God, God will come through for you. Are you here for me? Are you understanding what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Good. So, we want to start by reading uh, Acts chapter 17 and verse number 26, I believe. Acts 17, 26. Quickly, projector. Now, let's read it together. Ready? Go. And have one blood, all nations of men, for to dwell on all the face of the earth, and have determined the times before appointed, and the bounds of their habitation. Now, let's look at the Amplified so that you can see something. And, you know, you may be angry as you are sitting about As the service has started, concentrate on the service. Stop being angry. And then when we say read, also read because it's for your blessing. Hallelujah. All right. Ready? Go. And he made from one common origin, one source, one blood, all nations of men, to settle on the face of the earth, having definitely determined their allotted habitation, their settlements, their lands, and their abodes. Put your hands together for the Lord. So, Before we go into things you are going to claim for yourself, there's something you need to understand. You you need to understand that God has set certain boundaries. We serve a God of impossibilities. He does the impossible. But so far as men are concerned, he has set us within certain boundaries. Now, these boundaries are not to hurt us. By the time I'm getting to the end of my message, you realize that The boundaries God has set for us is actually a beautiful thing. And it's actually something to promote us and make us limitless. So God is just limiting you now to make you limitless later. That's what God is actually doing. All right. But 
That's like how children don't always understand their parents. That is the same way Christians, we don't always understand what God is doing. Are you coming along with me? Uh, I don't know whether this, maybe these people, are you coming along with uh, uh, All right. Very good. Amen. So God has set certain boundaries. How many know that the Queen of England passed away a few days ago? You've heard that news. Now, if you've been, maybe you've been confessing, or you've been saying that I am the Queen of England. I am the Queen of England. I am. So when you heard that she was growing old, then it's like you started claiming it more. Yeah, lady pastor, you're welcome. You know, you started, you started even claiming it more. You get what I'm saying? That I'm the queen because then now you hear that she's passed away on BB. He said, Ash, hey, what is the next flight to UK? Because my time has come. Now, before you could check the price, then you notice that now King Charles III is in command. So now you realize that your dream of becoming the queen of England is like it's going to take longer than you thought, at least. Are you here with me? Yes. But it's because God has set certain bounds. Hallelujah. I said God has set certain bounds. Amen. And within those boundaries, you realize that you are not likely to become the queen or king of England. Even though you have faith. Are you here with me? Maybe you are praying that, oh God, may this married man notice me so that I'll become the second wife. So somebody is even praying that, oh, he's a Christian. And the prayer is that I'm praying that this rich man who is married will notice me so that I'll become the girlfriend and I'll be getting something small. If it were possible, some people would try and give a testimony like that. I have a testimony when I pray to God. Now there's this rich man that is helping me on the side. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Hey, hallelujah. But God has set boundaries. There's a place in which God will bless you. There's a place in which God will lift you up. And that place is not everywhere. It's a particular place. That's why he set the boundaries. He set a place for you where you'll be great. Solomon was not the great person in Egypt. He was a great person in Israel. Hallelujah. Because that, you see, he had set the limitations of his habitation, his blessing, and all those things were in Israel. Hallelujah. So when you are naming and claiming, it makes sense or it is advisable and it's to your own advantage to stay within the bounds of the word of God. What does the Bible say I can have? What does the Bible say I can have? Stay with that one. I said, stay with that one. Eh? The Bible says, don't be high-minded. You, 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 know, you have 20, you are worth 20 pesos. Now, when we said name it, claim it, now you want 20 million Ghana cities. You, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And you are going way beyond your bounds. Maybe you should start with 20 cities. Lord, bless me with 20 cities. When the 20 cities come, there's a Lord. Can you bless me with 30 cities? When the 30 cities come, oh God, can you bless me with 50 cities? 
Do you get it? And you get to 50, okay. The way the 10, 20, 30, 50 has come, okay. Then can you bless me with 100 cities? Then before you realize 100 is coming. You see, that, that is how you do it. You don't just jump and then you take off like that and expect God to this thing. You know? Some of you, instead of believing God for a land cruiser, believe God for a bicycle first. I'm not telling you anything I've not done before. I said, I'm not telling you anything I've not done before. Hallelujah. My first, when I became a pastor, my first mode of transport was bicycle. It was not car, yes. I had a mountain bike. And I'll ride to church. When you get to the church's car park, it's bicycles, yes. not cars, doctor. Then, then, then the pastor had his special car park. Then you come and park his bicycle. And, and my bicycle was a special color. Hey! Yes. And, and I actually asked for bicycles. I didn't ask for four by four. I asked for bicycles. Can we be blessed with bicycles so we can do the work of God? Yeah. So I and my shepherds, we were riding bicycles to go and do evangelism. We were riding bicycles to go and preach the gospel. Hallelujah. First mode of transport. Amen. So you may be looking at me with a strange face as I'm saying, oh, bicycle. But you see, start from there. I said, start from there. And then gradually, maybe you, you move to motorbike, but be careful with the motorbike. And then you move to car. Little by little, hallelujah. You build upon your faith. You don't just take off like a bullet. That is another boundary you must respect. Because sometimes, God will give you from here to here. Before later on, he'll give you from here to here. Then he'll start giving you more and more and more. Hallelujah. That is why the Bible says that we grow from grace to grace and from glory to glory or from strength to strength. Hallelujah. Many of us are disappointed because the things we are asking for are outside the bounds that God has set for us. I don't know whether my preaching is clear. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? If you understand what I'm saying, give me a wave. Here, you don't understand what I'm saying. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Amen. Because you can have two. You are asking for 2,000. Meanwhile, God has not that he will not give you the 2,000. But now the boundary is ask for two. After two, you can ask for three. After three, you can ask for four. Maybe after that, you can ask for 12. Hallelujah. Are you coming with me? Yes. And that is why you should ask for the right things. Ask for things that God will give you. God, ask for things that God is willing to give you. Amen. That's why I'm telling you about the boundaries. You see, God has set boundaries. We cannot vote for you in Ghana and you become the president of Togo. No, no, no. It doesn't happen that way. Hallelujah. It doesn't happen that way. You can only be a president in the bounds that God has set for you. Hallelujah. Now, in the first service, I was telling them I have two sons. You know, one day I sent one of them, go and get this thing from here. Then he came to, Daddy, can I have the car keys? I said, yeah, it's over there. Take it and go and come. So he went for the car. He went and he came. 
Then when the young, my younger son saw that the elder son had come for khakis, I was there one day. Then the small one also came. Daddy, I need the khakis. I said, what khakis? Nonsense. Clear from there. What do you mean you're asking for? Clear from there. Then you know. <laughs> Amen. You see that the boundaries are different. Are you understanding what I'm saying? One has gotten to a stage where he can ask for khakis. There's another one who has not gotten to that stage where you can ask for khakis. And you have to understand that in the kingdom of God, there are such boundaries. As you are naming and claiming and taking, you must respect the boundaries in which God has put you. Amen. The boundaries are not to hurt you. The boundaries are not to slow you down. But what will happen to my 11-year-old boy if I give him car keys and he moves the car out of the house? What will happen? What is the future of this boy? That is why we've set the boundaries. The things you can have, car keys are not inside. Amen. for somebody's husband and God is saying no the things you can ask for somebody's husband is not inside uh, they are saying Sunday Sunday is not you can't ask for Sunday you can't ask for if you are a brother you can't actually all the girls are smart but me I like the the nice ones with body Mrs. What? Enike has body, so I'm going with you. No, it's outside your boundaries. Amen. It's outside. One day, this is in the Bible. The sons of Skiva. They said, in the name of Jesus. Whom Paul preaches, come out. Uh -huh. Jesus, we know. Paul, we know. But you guys, you are out of your boundaries. Come for a beating. And they gave them serious beatings. Yeah. Because they, were, they have stepped out their boundaries. Are you here with me? Hallelujah. So when you are saying, I am, don't say, I am the king of England. They have a king. He's called King Charles III. He's there. He's very alive. You see, when you've been, you've been saying, if you're a lady, you say, I'm the queen of... When she died, they didn't call her, ah, you are the one who has been saying you are the queen of England. Please, the queen has to come. No, they did not call you. They did not take notice of you. Before you realize, Charles was put there and is now God saved the king. Oh, yes. Are you here with me? That is why there is a number of things you've prayed about. You've not seen the answer. Somebody has been praying for Land Cruiser for three years, four years. You've been praying for the Land Cruiser. You see, it has not come. There's a reason. Yeah. There's a reason. Are you within your boundaries? 
I want to teach you to ask for things you can actually, you see. So when you look in the Bible, you see, you, you, one of the things you have to understand is that Christ has saved us. So one of the things you can tell yourself is that I am a new creation. Yes, it's something you can tell yourself. I'm a new creation. Yeah. But today I want to focus on just three. Just three things. Okay? Just three things. Now, the first thing I want you, you see, because I, I want this to be very practical and we are all going to be living testimonies. Amen. I said we are all going to be what? Living, living testimonies. Okay? Amen. All living testimonies, you know. So, the, the first thing I want you to claim for yourself is to say that I am blessed. Okay? Don't say I am a millionaire. Don't say I'm a rich man. Don't say I'm any of the rich people that you know. Amen? Say I am blessed. Say what? Say what? Say what? Why, why should you say you are blessed? How many remember Jacob? Am I preaching to some people here? Oh, yes. When Jacob was coming back from Laban's place, he was afraid, isn't it? Because he had taken his senior brother's birthright and Esau was not happy with him at all. So on his way back, he was afraid. He wasn't sure what would happen to him. So at a point, he started to pray. When he started praying, it will interest you to know that he didn't say, Lord, kill, kill my brother before he kills me. Lord, cool down my brother before, no. But as he was wrestling in prayer, then we had to find out what at all can be done for you. Then he said that, till you bless me. He said, till you bless me. I will not let you go till you bless me. Now, I want you to understand how important a blessing is and how you should pray for and claim a blessing over your life. Because... You know, sometimes we say, you are blessed. That's what we say. You are blessed with a chop. Can we eat it? You are blessed. Can I eat it? Jacob didn't ask for armies. You see, Jacob was not like Abraham. Abraham had an army. You see, he had a lot of servants. And then he was virtually coming with his goods and then his family members. You know, so he didn't have the capacity to have an army. Are you here with me? Yeah. So he had to pray and he said, Lord, can you bless me? Just bless me. Just bless me. Then he said, what is your name? He said, my name is Jacob. Okay, you'll be called Israel. Okay, good. So even God didn't say anything about, don't worry. Esau will be, he didn't say, he just said, then go. As he met his brother, his heart was still beating because God told him nothing about the brother. His heart was still beating. He said, oh, yes, sir. Uh, here are some goods. I said, oh, don't worry. Keep your goods. I have my own. It's okay. Wow. Problem solved. Problem solved. 
So he prayed to be blessed. And now the brother that he's afraid of, when he got there, peace was waiting for him. You see, you see what a blessing will do for you. Now, not only that, everything that Jacob became was as a result of this prayer. I will not let you go till you what? Bless me. Israel became a nation. Jake, you, you see, when you read the Bible, sometimes instead of saying Israel, they will say Jacob. And sometimes instead of saying Jacob, they will say Israel. Are you here with me? His, the names of his sons are the regions or the states of Israel. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So you realize that his greatness, whatever he became, when he asked God for a blessing, then the things started to happen. Hallelujah. The blessing made him rich. You see, he was rich when he came. But mind you, when he came back, there was a famine. I don't know what happened to all his animals, but he was blessed. So when, the, when there's a famine, eh, food becomes expensive. When they told him, Daddy, the food is expensive, then they said, oh, we can afford it. Somebody say, we can afford it. When we say fix the country, you know, don't worry. God will help you to afford things. Whilst, whilst we wait for the country to be fixed, God will take care of, care, care of you. Are you here with me? I said whilst we wait for the country to be fixed, God will take care of you. Don't make noise. Just pray for a blessing. Are you understanding what I'm telling you today? Then food got finished in his land. I said, food got finished in his land. Then he sent his children. He said, look, go to Dubai, go to China and buy food and come. Hey, we have to change the money to dollars. The dollar rate has gone up. He said, don't worry, we can afford it. Somebody said, we can afford it. Daddy, what they said is hundreds is now, it is 1,500. Don't worry, we can afford it. Even by, we bought one five bags, now buy 15 bags. We can afford it. You see, the, the man was blessed. And I'm trying to show you that he was blessed because he prayed, bless me. Hallelujah. And what I'm teaching you to say to yourself is to say that I am blessed. In the first service, I told them something. You, you, somebody may ask you, you see, sometimes... When, especially when you see your mate. When you see your mate coming, then you want to adjust yourself because you, you, you see, because the next thing is that, so how is life after school? Have you prospered or what has happened to you? How, how many understand what I'm saying? Yeah, they want to find out, you know, if you finish what JHS together, they want to find out which, are you in SHS or you've dropped out of school? If you finish SHS, they want to find out, did you go to university or you didn't go to university or you are doing remedials? They want to find out. If you finish university, they want to find out, so what car do you drive? Where do you stay? They want to, they want to find out those things. Somebody say, hey! Or it doesn't, the, the people, it, it doesn't happen to Yeah. They, they, they want to find out. So you see that when you, it looks like this guy looks like that. Then you see that you adjust yourself and then you want to work for people to know that all is well. Meanwhile, you are hungry. You are hungry. You are hungry. You are hungry. Now when you meet this person 
Uh, so, Charlie, how? And you know that you are hungry. That is when you say that I am blessed. Your friends say, ah, you, you look like you've not eaten today. It is true, but I am blessed. Amen. Amen. One of the most important things you should keep telling yourself is, I am blessed. I know some people, this headache will kill me, and they are dead. Why not try, I am blessed, too, and be blessed? Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. Why not try, I am blessed? Is it not a good confession? When you sit in the church and you realize that they've increased the fare by 50 pesos, it's like, hey! Anyway, we are blessed. Are you here with me? Jacob was blessed. At a point, he could afford to live in a foreign country. He, he bought plane ticket for all his family members, and they were a lot. And then they had to transfer their goods, shipping, air freight, uh, shipping freight. He paid for everything, and then they all went, what is it? No problem at all. He paid for his family, their goods, everything, and they all arrived in Egypt. And they were, so when they got there, even the president of Egypt, you know that a great people have arrived. You know what? Let us give them some land so that they can settle. Are you here with me? A blessing is something God is very happy to give to you. I said a blessing is something that God is very happy to give to you. When Jacob asked, Lord, I will not let you go till you bless me. He said, what is your name? Jacob, from today, you, are, you see, you are settled. From today, you are settled. Are you listening to what I'm saying? From today, you are what? Settled. And that is why I am blessed. As you are saying it, don't just say it, but believe it. Believe that I am blessed. Believe it. Believe it. Please go to um, Amplified Version, Psalm 1, verse 1. I want to show you what blessed means. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and neighbor. I'm going to claim a blessing. I'm going to name a blessing. I'm going to claim a blessing and I'm going to take the blessing. He said, when you are blessed, he said, happy, fortunate, prosperous, and enviable. So when you are blessed, you are happy, you are what? Prosperous, you are fortunate, and enviable. But when you are blessed, 
You know the carpenter that we are all here with? How come now he said whatever? He said that, ah, but even now it's a company. It's not, you said the carpenter, it's not the carpenter. He's the manager, he's the director of the carpentry company. He, he, he has 12 carpenters. Yeah, he, he, has, he has 12, what, senior carpenters, supervising carpenters who are doing this thing. Ah, but have you not heard Ministry of the, uh, Defense, their furniture, he took all. Yeah. He's even exporting. Yes. He said, ah, we were all here. Were we not here? You know, he was doing kitchen stool. We were all here. He's doing it. You see, happy and then what? Fortunate. And then what? Prosperous and enviable. That is why you, so you are asking Lord that Lord make me fortunate, prosperous, and enviable in Jesus' name. Amen. What do you think? That's why you should bless me. Don't pray, Lord. There are too many carpenters on this line. Shut down, shut down all these carpentry people that no pray for a blessing. Are you coming along with me? Are you coming along with me? I'm showing you what to claim. I'm showing you the borders in which to claim things, name things, and claim things, and take things from God. You can get and say, Lord, I take a blessing from you. God will not be annoyed with you. He'll be happy with you that you are coming. Lord, I'm knocking on your door, and I've come to take a blessing from you. I've come to claim a blessing from you. I'm naming a blessing from you. Amen. I should, I should close then. Because hey, I uh, okay. Are you here with me? Yes. That's a blessing. How many want this blessing? That is why after you've prayed, now I am blessed. 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 Charlie, the sun is hot. Yes, but I'm blessed. Yeah. Tell you, it looks like the sun is not burning you. Yes, yes, because blessing is my AC. When I think about the fact that I am blessed, it's like an AC to me. It's like a fan to me. Oh, yes, it's like a fan to me. Hallelujah. Hey! Somebody be blessed. I said, somebody be blessed. Amen. Is it not beautiful that Jacob asked for a blessing? And he became a great, till today we mention Jacob. Because of the most important prayer that he prayed. Bless me. Bless me. Have you forgotten Abraham? God told him that I'll bless you so that you become what? A blessing. When you ask for a blessing, God will answer you. Number two. The next thing. You are going to ask for, or claim, or confess, is wisdom. People don't respect wisdom. Amen. You see, people don't respect wisdom. People don't respect things that make you truly great. Oh yeah, people don't respect Hallelujah. 
You should be careful with wise people. Amen. Amen. You should be careful with wise people. Amen. Yeah. That's why sometimes you will see a young president, he will go and see an old man who has not been a president before for advice. Because of what? The wisdom. The wisdom. You see, some of you, eh, you don't have much. Excuse me to say, you, you are, I mean, you don't have much. Okay? But when you are told what to do, do you see? It doesn't look, it doesn't look powerful to you. Yeah. Because you have nothing. Then we say, okay, why not apply the ah, this thing, you have the money, why not just give me 5,000 to solve this? Why, why are you advising you? You should rather, why don't you just give me 5,000 and then this problem is solved. Amen. It's not like that. Though. You see, the wisdom will give you more than the 5,000. But you don't know. You, you see, if, if, if the person is like a father or like a mother, you are like a child, you don't know how life goes. You think you know how life goes, but you don't know. So it's that, ah, this one, oh, daddy, why don't you just give me the money and then whatever, and then we are, we are you know, why don't you just give me that? You see, that's how you are talking. But you don't know, you don't know. You don't know. All you need is wisdom. I said, what you need is wisdom. All you need is wisdom. First Kings chapter 3, verse number 6. All right. And Solomon said, thou God, let's go down, go down to verse 8. And thy servant is in the midst of thy people, which thou hast chosen, a great people. That cannot be numbered, nor counted for multitude. Verse 9. Give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people that I may descend between good and bad. For who is able to judge this thy so great a people? Verse 10. And the speech pleased the Lord. That Solomon had asked this thing. Amen. Now, in other words, Solomon asked for wisdom. Amen. Some of you, you are wondering how you can please the Lord. When you ask God for wisdom, you, are, you see, he said, and the thing pleased the Lord. So when you pray to God for wisdom, you, you, you are doing something that pleases him. Hallelujah. Now, some of you, you cannot see how wisdom will help you in your situation. You see, I want to tell you that when you see um, people who can't go forward, it's because, I mean, when you go into it, you, you discover that also they don't have a proper respect for wisdom. I understand what I'm saying. You see that the person is like, he's always worth 10 CDs. 
Five years later, he's still worth 10 cities. He can't progress from 10 cities to 200 cities. I mean, if he's in a workplace, he can't be promoted. 15 years have passed. He's only qualified for that. That is where he is for the past 15. You see, he can't move forward. And when you go into it, you will also see that that person does not have a proper respect for wisdom. I want to tell you, thank you Holy Spirit, that when you look at our lives, where we've gotten to, it shows, it shows the, the wisdom we've respected. No, no, it shows the wisdom we have respected. I, I want to tell you. It shows the way. When, when you see somebody who, when it comes to financial things, he's, you see that he's respected financial wisdom. Amen. Oh, yes. I, I want to tell you. So, God, it please God, because God knows that wisdom is the principal thing. Now, this thing God has, that this Solomon has asked for is going to change his life, is going to change his governance, is going to change everything in his life. Hallelujah. Now, why am I asking you to ask for wisdom? Go to the next verse. In, uh, yeah, verse 11, I think. Good. And God said unto him, Because thou hast asked this thing, and hast not asked for... So now, you are going to see some of the things you should not ask for. You remember I quoted a verse you that God has set certain limits. Hallelujah. There are certain things you think you need. But it's not good to ask for them. It means when you are praying, don't ask for these ones. Amen. Because some, you are going to ask for something. If you ask for that one thing, you will notice that all these things will be brought together in that one thing. So he said, because you have not asked what? For yourself, life. Hey, I should not ask for life. And neither hast thou asked riches for thyself. We, we have people, when you, when you put them in power, the, you see, they, they will not ask where is the job. They will say, where is the car? Where is the alawa? <laughs> you see, they, they, they want all those things. They, they will not ask where is the work. Do you know some people like that? Yeah. Have I mentioned your name? When they arrive, they, what can be done? What can we do? What can be done to make no? Ah, the last one was driving this. I want the latest version of that. Where, where are you going? Down Suman, uh, Accra. Where are you going? Where are you going? So you see, God is watching us. So you see, this man, when he came to power, God actually commended him that when he came, he did not ask for permanence. It's like, as I've come forever, oh God, in this office that I've come, I'm never moving. No, you did not ask for your life. 
And you did not ask for what? Riches. Eh, so as I'm here, how many cups of tea? How, how much Milo? Eh, so eh, which car? Is it V8? What is it? Uh-huh. Then, no, uh, you see, as a man of my style, I need a driver. So, you have to, you, you, you see, asking for things. And God is telling Solomon that, I, I, I have noticed that you didn't ask me for things. You asked me for wisdom. You asked me for wisdom so I can, so you can do this job right. The wisdom to do the job right. He said, you have not asked for what? Riches for thyself. Nor has asked the life of thine enemies. Hey! Special inquiry into Ajavadamara. Bring all of them. <laughs> anyway. But has asked for thyself understanding to discern judgment. Now go to the next verse. See what the prayer for wisdom brings about. It says, Behold, I have done according to your word. So when you ask for wisdom, all God says is, it's done. Lord, I need wisdom. It's done. Lord, I need wisdom. It's done. Lord, I need wisdom. So I am blessed and by the grace of God, I'm wise. Because when I ask for wisdom, God said is what? It's done. So he said, I have done. You see, there are certain prayers when you pray. God will say, I'm doing according to your word. According to what? He didn't say that, oh, I'll bless. I'll do this. He said, as you have prayed, that is what I'll do. I'm looking forward to the day that you to God will tell you that as you have prayed, as you have prayed, that's what I'm going to do. Amen. So I'll, done, I'll do it according to your words. Lord, I have given thee a wise and understanding heart. There are certain prayers when you pray those prayers, the answers are instant. Oh, Bishop, so, okay. He's put the wisdom in my heart. We think we go chop. We think we go drive. Is that not so? Turn your neighbor and say, hold on. Let's keep reading. So, I've given you an understanding heart so that there was none like thee before thee, neither after thee shall any arise like thee. So, the thing I've put in your heart that nobody has seen, that nobody can praise, already it is greater than anyone behind you or before you or anyone after you. So, I've loaded you with something that there is no man before you or after you that will have this deposit of wisdom that I've placed in your heart. By this time, even the people of Israel had not seen anything, but he had put it there. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You see, the first place the wisdom will arrive is in your heart. 
And then from there, it will start to operate. You see that now, when you start, um, ah, this guy, uh, did you say he went to university? Oh no, uncle school. Ah, but it looks like Charlie, he's a wise guy. Oh, he's a smart. You, you see that they begin to give certain comments because they've noticed that no, something about the guy has It's as a result of that wisdom that God has placed where? In your heart. This is why you have not lost anything if you claim wisdom from heaven. Because it is more than likely that God will do it according to your word. And he will place the wisdom in your heart. And then you begin to see that no, the wisdom, something is happening. I'm telling you. I'm teaching you about things to claim. Hey, are you sleeping or you are alive? Are you alive or are you listening to what I'm saying? Hey. Claim wisdom. Lord, I've come. And you know what? I'm naming what I need. I need wisdom. He said, behold, I have done according to thy words. Lord, I have given thee a wise and understanding heart. So that there was none like thee before thee. Neither after thee shall any arise like unto thee. Now go to the next verse. It gets more interesting. And I have also given thee that which thou hast not asked. Now hold it there. So when you ask for wisdom, number one, it pleases God. He's happy with you. Number two, he will recognize that all the things that you, you even need, you did not ask for them. Are you here with me? And then now what is happening here? And I have also given thee or what, that which thou hast not asked. So all the things you did not ask, because you asked for one thing called wisdom, God is giving you all those things. That is why I'm advising you today that when you are praying, ask God for wisdom. How many are going to ask God for wisdom? How many are going to ask God for wisdom? Because when you say, Lord, I need wisdom. He say, oh, I'll give you the wisdom here and now. Then all that you've not asked for, I'm also going to add it. Both riches. So he said, you did not ask for riches in the other verse. But then here, I will give you the riches. And honor. So that there shall be none. Be, there will be what? There shall not be any among the kings like unto thee all thy days. So maybe you cannot be the queen, queen of England. Maybe you cannot be the president of America. But when you ask for wisdom, you see that we will see on CNN that you see when they are, I remember, thank you Holy Spirit. You know when we went into COVID, our president gave a speech that made him popular across the world. And what did he say? He said that, that we are suffering because of COVID, the economy is down and all that. And he said that we are locking down the country because we can fix an economy, but we don't know how, we don't know how to bring people back to life, but we can bring an economy back. And that statement he made 
it made him popular across the whole world. What I'm saying, is it true? It made, everybody respected him for that comment that he made that, you know, we don't know how to bring people back from the dead, but at least we can this thing. So we are locking down the country to save lives, and then when everything is done, we will try and save the economy. Amen. Hey! Amen. Amen! Are you here with me? Yes. So you realize that he said what? Honor. He asked for wisdom, but God is giving him honor. And I'm telling you that when you pray for something, when you claim something, the first place it will arrive is in your heart. That's the first place it will arrive. So when you finish praying, don't think that, hey, it's all, no, it's in your heart. That's where it will arrive. And when it arrives, believe it. And as you believe it, you just see that, ah, Charlie, this thing you said, it was a very intelligent statement. Then, ah, I prayed for wisdom. Nobody has said intelligent to me before. But today somebody is telling me intelligent. Now I was like, ah, these days, when you are talking, it's like you, you, you've been conversing with an old man because your words are full of wisdom. Then, ah, something is happening. Something is happening. Then when you see that somebody is saluting you, then you realize, that, ah, that's the honor. That's the honor. Now go to the next verse. He said, and if thou wilt walk in my ways to keep my statutes and my commandments as thy father David did walk, then I will lengthen your days. So you did not ask for length of days, but if you walk, if you obey me, then I, I will lengthen your days. Hallelujah. I will lengthen your days. So you realize that when we come to God and we stay within the bounds of what we can ask, a blessing, wisdom. Now, let, let us go a bit more. Can I go a bit more into Solomon? When Solomon's life started to unfold, then the, the people of Israel said, we've not seen wisdom like this. Then, riches. God said that I'll give you riches you didn't ask for. The Bible says in the days of Solomon, silver and gold were like stones. It, it was a common thing. I understand what I'm saying. Now, somebody from another land heard that there's a certain man called Solomon. The guy is wild though. He said, I'm going to see. When the queen of Sheba got to Israel, he said that, look, as I've come, they didn't tell me half of the story. So you see that what God placed in his heart, it has started coming out. Our problem, Christians, our problem today is that we don't like the way God brings his things to that. First, you place it in your heart. Now it has to come out. And then we don't like, we, we, it's like it should drop instant here and now. This is why we are getting disappointed. Amen. This is why we are getting disappointed. This is why it looks like God doesn't answer prayer. Well, what are you asking for? What are you claiming? You've ignored all the things you can claim. Didn't Solomon become rich? Didn't he become a man of honor? Did he not have a beautiful house? Did he not have a wonderful kingdom? Hey, he even had wisdom to manage 700 wives. One cry is not easy. He's a 700. God, the guy was wise. 
Are you understanding what I'm saying? That is why you should claim it for yourself. Wisdom for yourself. Are you here with me? How many are going to claim wisdom from today? Because look at what it produces. Go back, go back one verse. Projector. And I've also given thee that which thou hast not asked. Hey, if I ask for wisdom and God will give me things I've not asked, is that not powerful? Riches and honor. There'll be none like you. Hallelujah. Amen. How many are going to ask for wisdom from today? Now, I'm trying to land the plane. You see, the Bible says that the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, right? Now, some of you, when you hear rich, no, rich is equal to money. It is true, but it's not only money. When you are blessed, my dear students, when your report comes, 75, 85, 90, 71, you, you see that the blessing, it makes your scores. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, yes. That, that's what, you see, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh what? It maketh rich. Oh, yes. I don't know what you do, but you realize that what God has given you to do, you realize that you'll be rich in that thing, and in the Bible says, and he added no sorrow. He added no sorrow. Hallelujah. He added no sorrow. You know, in the first service, I was, I was telling them about, uh, you know, miracles. You see, uh, so they came to share testimony. All our testimonies, they are, they are fresh. They are not 10 years old. They are, all, they are all fresh. All the time, they are fresh by the grace of God. You know, and you see, there was this, this lady. I don't know whether she's here. Is, is she here? Is Ellen here? Ellen, where are you? Uh-huh. I'm sure one day she will come and say, but come. Quickly, my time is. Were you the one telling me about your mother on, on Friday? Okay, maybe you should tell us very quickly. I, I want to show you something. You have just two minutes, quickly. Hundred percent. When she went, my brother called me and said, Auntie, and then the miracle is you. And I said, What miracle? He said, And then Mark for checking, it was 4.5. And I said, Wow. And I told my kid brother that uh, my bishop prayed for my mother, and I believe this thing has worked. And he said, Truly, the miracle has happened. Amen. We are saying that the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, it addeth no sorrow. So, we are driving home. I just drive. Hello, believe God for a miracle for your mother. You are blessed. Bye-bye. And it's happening. 
May you be blessed so that things are just happening. That's what I want to say. May you be blessed. May you be blessed. Today I was in the office. I'm, I've virtually finished. I was in the office today when they came to tell me something. Maybe LP, come and tell us. What do you do? You also have two minutes, quickly. So I was with Bishop in the office. Hold on, no. By the way, I had finished saying in that service that the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. Then I spoke about healing. Do you understand what I'm saying? And then we are close and I've forgotten about it. Continue. And I was discussing some work with Bishop. So Reverend Stanley brought one gentleman who said he wanted Bishop to pray for him because he has been experiencing headache for a year. So he sat down. There was a normal conversation. How are you? How was work? And all that. And then Bishop said, you are healed. But when Bishop said it, the guy didn't really see anything. So Bishop decided to pray again. The prayer was like one minute, one sentence. And then Bishop said, oh, it would have been normal for him to go home. And then next week he would come. But after the prayer, Bishop said he should go out. Because according to him, the headache comes with dizziness. When he does something very vigorously, he starts feeling dizzy. And he has to sit down and all that. So Bishop said he should just walk out quickly and come back. So he stepped out. We were inside and then he came back again. And he said... So I told him to take a walk. He should go and walk, go up and down. Because... When he does those things, the headache, the headache just comes and becomes this. So go and do all those things and come. And then what happened? He came back and said the headache was gone. He wasn't feeling the headache at all. Yeah. So he kept, he kept holding his head to be sure that the headache was gone. At a point he said it has ever how, how was he holding the head when he, he came? He shake his head. He hold the head and he shake it. Like he wanted to be sure that with all the work and everything was gone. At a point he just said it has evaporated. He said the headache has evaporated. Yeah. And the headache has today, evaporated. Yeah. And before today, he had been going to the hospital all the time. So at a point, he said he's just living with it. And uh, during the week, he had gone for four drips, two here, two here, before yeah. he came to see the shop today. And even today, he was not going to come to church because of the headache. For one year. So he's been living with the headache continuously for one year. So when I asked him, so what do you think has happened to you? He said, Bishop, the headache has evaporated. <laughs> His name is Emmanuel. He's, he's, in the, he's in the first service. Hallelujah. So what I'm trying to show you is that, he said what? The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and it addeth no sorrow. Amen. You see, when he came, I asked him. I sat in my chair. I didn't pour oil on him. I didn't lay hands on him. I sat there. Father, heal this person. Be healed. You know what? Go and take a walk and come and tell us what has happened to you. So when he, he, he said that, when he came back, he said that he was confused that I was telling him to go and take a walk and come. Because the prayer, <laughs> the prayer, the prayer didn't look powerful. Uh -huh. The prayer didn't look powerful. But it worked. But it worked. He stood there holding his head for almost five to ten minutes. It's like he was wondering. Then he came to stand in the church. He was at the back there looking at the church in the, during the worship time. I'm sure you might have seen somebody who was standing looking at us. Uh -huh. Amen. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. It addeth no sorrow. 
Hallelujah. Are you here with me? Yeah. That is what I want to happen for you. That is what I want to happen for you. Finally, Luke chapter what? 11 and verse 13. Luke 11, 13. Thank you. It says, ye then being evil know how to give good gifts. If ye who are evil then know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? So that is why before I started preaching, I said let's pray for wisdom, let's pray for a blessing, and let's pray for what? The Holy Spirit. Because through these three, a blessing, wisdom, and the Holy Spirit, you see that we will, we will name the things that we can name. And we will claim the things that we can claim. And then we will also take the things that we can take. Because we are moving in certain boundaries. Now you can see that a blessing, it will work wonders. You can see that wisdom is also working wonders. And now the Holy Spirit is also about to work wonders. Hallelujah. And all these three, they will come into your heart. And that is why you should say, I am blessed. Because you are giving witness to what is in your heart. That is why you must say that the spirit of wisdom is with me. You are bearing witness to what is in your heart. And you must say that the Holy Spirit is with me. God, you are bearing witness. And then people will begin to give testimonies. Let me give you this last one. I asked some people, how is everything by prayer? Because Reverend Stanley has been leading the prayer. Then one of them told me that the way he leads the prayer has changed. Oh yeah. Somebody told me, the way he leads the prayer, it has changed. And you see, one of the, I don't know whether it was a Sunday or a Tuesday, one of the days, I prayed, it was a Tuesday, I prayed there for him to receive something. Oh yes. And then, after that, I, I just waited for the first Friday. Then I noticed that when he's leading the prayer, it is different. Yeah. Even the ending. The vibration is different. Hallelujah. So, you realize that something has happened to the person. Amen. So, these are the, just a few practical things I'm sharing with you today. That if we will believe what I'm saying, I'm waiting for the day somebody can, ah, Reverend, is it that, that last color cathedral, say, uh-huh. is it that if you don't have a car, you can't come to that church? Because we've applied the wisdom, and then God has blessed all of us. Then you ask, ah, that last color church, is it that if you are not rich, you can't come? They say, hmm, you don't know where we started from. Let me tell you the story. I said, let me tell you the story. Then you realize that we started from somewhere. We were coming from somewhere. Are you understanding what I'm saying? They may call some of you young ones. Yes, they will look at you. They say, ah, we knew, we know, but it looks like now, if you don't drive a powerful car like yours, you cannot come to the church. They said, no, it is wisdom, it is a blessing, and it's the Holy Spirit that has made all these things happen. You can give them the summarized version by saying that all these rich people we were all here. We were poor. All of us were poor here before. But now God has blessed us. I said, but now God has blessed us. Somebody say, but now. God has blessed us. 
But now, we are blessed. But, but now, God has given us wisdom. Stand to your feet. I want you to thank God. We started by asking God for a blessing for wisdom and the Holy Spirit. But as we are ending, I want you to pray and thank God for a blessing. Thank him for wisdom. Thank him for the Holy Spirit. Begin to pray somewhere. Lift up your voice. Look, as you are thanking God for a blessing, as you are thanking God for wisdom, something is happening to you. Something is changing about you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Wisdom, oh God, we say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, O God, for the wisdom, O God. We thank you, O God, for your blessings, O God. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. We say, Gracias, Lord, Gracias, Gracias. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. With a heart of gratitude, Lord, we say, Thank you for your blessings, Lord. Thank him one more time for the Holy Spirit. Yes, we give you glory. Yes, we give you honor. Yes, we praise your name. Thank you, 
Lord, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We thank you that you have blessed us. We thank you that you are filling our hearts with wisdom. We thank you that you are giving us the Holy Spirit. We are grateful to you. We honor you. With every head bowed, every eye closed, you may be here today, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you if you are here like that. Wow. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you we bless you. We thank you for such a beautiful time. Lord, I pray for everybody here, Lord. Bless them. Lord, bless them. Lord, bless them. Lord, fill their hearts with wisdom. Fill them with the Holy Spirit. Father, Lord, just like Solomon became a testimony, Jacob became a testimony, make your children here testimonies in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor in the name of Jesus. And shall we all say, Amen. amen. Wow, put your hands together for the Lord. Somebody shout, I am blessed. You may not have a beloved today, but shout, I am blessed. Yeah. You may not have money today, but shout, I am blessed. The country has made life difficult for you, but say, I am blessed. Yeah. I tell you, your testimony is on the way. Yeah. Like L.P. Rosdaling came to share her testimony. It, it looked like it, it, it did not work and it will not work. But eventually, a miraculous call came. And then she was selected. May you have such a story. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. May you receive more. Riches and honor. Even as you've asked for just a blessing. As you've just asked for wisdom. May God give you what you have not asked for. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. And shall we shout our loudest amen? Wow, you may be seated. God bless you for listening to this anointed message. It was great having you. And we believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. 
Subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages regularly. God richly bless you.